Welcome to Crashing Game Night. My name is Matt Diorio. For this, our 50th episode, I welcome in our Grizzly Man co-host, Gerard Barrera. And this is the show. This is the 50th show for all of us. Hello, my fellow nerds. I apologize to Peter right now for Jerry's squirrel hat right now that he made. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's three and a half squirrels. Um, And and that, my my final listeners, is Theo Wolski. What's up, everybody? So, how are you guys doing? Dude, this snow needs to stop. Oh, you have snow? That's so cool, man. You can come to Virginia. No, it's not. We're good. I'd love to be around snow, but, you know, it's just a brisk 60 degrees. (laughs) Yeah, 60 degrees. With the sun out, you know, not too bad. 60 degrees. Do you you want to know my high and low for the day? (laughs) High of 29. Oh, wow. (laughs) With a low of 25. A whole four degrees different. (laughs) That's such a bummer. But, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, we were a nice 50 degrees. Cheesy, you guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, but uh, it's mean, been nice. It's been uh, Thanksgiving's okay. coming up. Thanksgiving is coming up. Yeah, yep. I will. Be I work all week. That day, so. yeah, including Thursday. What? Monday through yeah. Sunday. Gross. But Man, I am off the following week. Completely. The whole week? Oh, nice. Yes, and I don't Do have, to, have take- to. No P. We found out I don't have to use a single day of PTO. Oh, oh nice. That's cool. So yeah. You're just using like floating holidays and stuff. Uh, I was supposed to use a a singular um, PTO day, but then they figured out I don't have to because I'm working like 40 hours between the three days. Sweet. Oh, okay. Very so, cool. So yeah, I'm I'm very much looking forward to uh, the week after Thanksgiving. It'll definitely be some catch up time for Death Stranding. Some, some Cyber Monday will be perfect. Uh, yeah, maybe. We'll see. Uh, maybe. I'm definitely doing Black Friday this year, baby. Oh, there's I'm ready. Nothing, you know what? And, and we'll talk about Black Friday as far as the gaming side goes, but there's nothing I'm really uh, needing, really. I got everything. No way. No way. Because you're, you already bought your monitor. Mr. Jerry needs a monitor. I know. Well, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if you should do Black Friday deals. I think you should do Cyber Monday deals. Mm-hmm. You think they're better? I mean, at least you got more options. I mean, do you at least know a model that you want yet? Um, definitely, definitely get a model in mind so that well, way you can. I, I have to. It. Well, I have to so, show you some of the ones I've I've seen on on Best Buy's website. But still, like I like I always like. Granted, I am not one of those like veteran black friday people but i always hear don't dilly dell at oh, certain things you're yeah. not there to shop you're there to pick up mm-hmm. yeah exactly <laughs> which like for the most part I, I i get dialed in on what i need like what i really need to get and uh like a few key items usually i i do get them and then that's when i try and look for some some diamonds in the rough for like a christmas gift or something like that for the cheap you know so I knock out my list a little bit too. Oh, so you're going to the dollar store then? <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, it's fifty percent off on Black Friday, so boom, <laughs> savings there. Oh no, my I'm god! Just, I'm just kidding. Wow. 
<laughs> Alrighty then. I wonder if they do participate. That's that would be so, terrible. So so what you're saying, whatever you get me, won't be worth actually taking the effort to go return. Oh, yeah. so so boom, <laughs> mic drop. Checkmate. Um, That's checkmate. You're stuck with so <laughs> I did our first uh, our first live stream. Ooh. Oh, you did of, of what? Uh, we did. I did Death Stranding. Oh no nice. way! Kind of just did a little overview, kind of showed them what happens when you try and fight a group of mules when you have no weapons. Did you uh, oh. leave any ladders or bridges for people? Um, no, I didn't even get that far. It was more of just a simple walkthrough, kind of showed off what Death Stranding kind of some of it's about. Very cool. Very very quick overview. Um, whatnot. So we'll start playing some more. Too? It just, I just got it uploaded to YouTube. Um, it's on our Ooh. Twitch channel as well. Um, I think I might just start going straight to YouTube, though. We'll see. Because it's kind of okay. a pain to kind of go back and forth between the two. Yeah, I bet. Oh. Mm. But, uh, yeah, so 50th, guys. I know. Can you I believe mean, it? Honestly, we, when you think about it and starting this whole thing, you know, beginning of the year, who would have thought? We'd even get to 50. I mean, I knew we'd get to 50. I don't know how popular we were going to be at 50, but... Yeah. Which, <laughs> the position, yeah, I want to like, say thank you to the, to the yeah. thousands of listeners across the world. The fact and, that we can say thousands, thank you. That is yes. amazing. Yeah. And worldwide. Awesome. And international. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I figure, you know, Colorado, California, and Virginia, gonna, right? There'd be enough people yeah. there with, kind of listen to our five with four yeah. of us, you yeah. know? But thank you all. Fun. Like this, that, that is amazing um, that we are able to say that, and it's 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 such a pleasure that you guys get a kick out of listening to us. So thank you very much. And honestly, I want to say also, you know, thank you to the guests that we've had on that's helped make this a success. From yeah, you know, the testers, right? Meredith Monali, Christy Pride, Reality Pales, Mo Chocolate, mm-hmm. Sky Diddy, J Tight. Uh, Achilles Might, Scooter. Scooter. <laughs> yep. We've got Daniel Basuti, mm-hmm. Paul Roshinsky. We've had Julian Garrity, John Bentley, Jared yes. Fink. Which, with Jared, Speaking I want to give a huge th- uh, shout out rather to mm-hmm. Jared, who has signed a record deal with Anti Fragile Music who is a record label under Universal Records. And now he'll be part of, like, singing and part of the band uh, Blazar, which is yeah. going to take him on next generation. And I absolutely want to say congratulations to him. Super proud of him. Yeah, uh, and uh, here awesome, uh, job, in December, towards the middle of December, we're going to have him back on the podcast um, as he's Ooh. taking a break from getting the the first single out for that contract and whatnot. Um I know we want to have John on uh, tonight as well. Fortunately, he is recording right now. Nice. Doing some voiceovers. Of course, he's got some an NDA, so we can't say what it's for. However, that being said, uh, he wants to do a holiday special with us. Woo. So as we get closer to Christmas, we'll have him on, do an episode with him. Um, Very cool. So, yeah, it's absolutely. But thank you to everybody who's kind of listened to us and – and helped us along the way and everybody that's gone to our website and read the articles, you know, accepted our weirdness. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
okay, we already we know there's only one weirdness, and right now I almost want to call him Kramer, not Jerry. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Um, this is uh, this is my Ron Swanson look here. Oh, is it? Hey, how are you? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, dude. So, Ron, as in Ron Swanson, the greatest TV character from Parks and Recreation, I highly recommend to watch it because it is awesome, and Ron Swanson is the man, literally. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Whatever you say. <laughs> <laughs> I challenge anyone. Seriously. Ron Swanson. All right. So, Barney you know, let's let's kick this off with some listener comments. Oh, oh no. Oh, Are you ready for this? I'm ready. Oh, yes. Yes. Let me just so, job. Ooh, OK, well, we're we're not going to read them. I'm going to let them be live. What? Yes. <laughs> what? <laughs> So give me a moment. Be prepared, Jerry. Be prepared. prepared. (laughs) So, yeah. So let me um, let me get our first uh, our first comment ready to go for you there, Jerry. Uh oh. Oh, Newman. Newman. Yes. Newman. Oh, the shirt. Yes, I love it. Got the shirt on. Yes. Yes, that was my my thank you gift to Newman for the uh, 48 weeks and episodes of comments directed (laughs) towards towards Jerry. Well worth it. it. Well worth it. it. (laughs) Oh, man. Mike, a.k.a. Newman. Welcome to Crashing Game Night. Good to be here. Good to be here. I control the mail, Jerry, the mail. Who controls the mail? Controls the (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Oh, that is awesome. Jerry, this is for you. You get to hear his comments live. Wonderful. Instead of bread. I'm an open book, please. (laughs) Oh, my God. What is that, Grizzly Adams tonight? (laughs) How are (laughs) you? Yeah, he, he we uh, he admitted to killing some squirrels for that one. I feel like he's got yeah, one yeah, tail clear across the forehead. He looks like he's trying to be a poor man's Jason Momoa. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, you, just to be in in his class. Uh, thank you. I'm gonna take that. I'll take that you're, to the bank. You're more shine. Hold on, you're more shining <laughs> his boots. You ain't even in his class. Whatever. <laughs> I mean, I feel like he would be perfect if, like, Jason Momoa and him played in Twins instead of Schwarzenegger and DeVito. Oh. I'd, oh, I'd yeah. still take the part. I'd, 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 I'd take the part. That's awesome. I, I really do want to meet him. So, Newman, I got to I gotta hear your, your thoughts on last week's episode. Our Mr. Kangaroo wearing, not understanding Winnie the Pooh references, Jerry over here. <laughs> well, I happened to just listen to the podcast tonight because I was um, taking care of my wife this week and didn't have a chance to listen to it. But when I listened to it tonight, and Jerry, I'm sorry you won't get this reference, but by the time I'm done with you tonight, you're going to feel like Eeyore. <laughs> <laughs> oh. See? 
I can Caleb see it on Newman. face. He doesn't know the reference. Eeyore, I don't know the reference. Eeyore is the sad know, little donkey. I know, in one I, know of the I know who he is. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. You're, you're just going to be so sad. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I, I really wasn't hoping for that kind of direction tonight, but okay. <laughs> oh, fun. Damn, this is a good move, Matt. Check, checkmate. Checkmate right there, dude. Check, get, damn. Okay. Nifty oh. 50. Yeah. Oh, how to, how to and, top this. And Jerry? Yeah. Theo knew about it. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Well, then good move, gentlemen. Very good move. Uh-huh. Well, it's still all Matt. I give all credit to Matt. Oh, wow. He just gave me the heads up. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? He, co- he coordinated it today, Jerry. He's like, hey, how'd you like to come on and talk to Jerry live? Sure. <laughs> uh, of course I'm, I'm sure your schedule was wide open and I and I got permission from Jerry when I texted him the other day and I said hey what do you think about getting Newman on the podcast at some point yeah yeah, oh, oh, yeah. you, you asked for this, this. <laughs> you should have seen this Jerry, you asked for this there's no excuses yeah, still, still a, a very good surprise and a very Eye-opening surprise. Yes. Yes. <laughs> well, tr- trust me, Matt and I have conversations all the time about the podcast. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's funny. Oh, yeah, he just Uh-oh. sits, like, one row over from me. Yeah. yeah. Oh, nice. That's awesome. Oh. So, yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> and then, to top off the listener letter that we read off from, from Bishop... Bishop comes in and the three of us sit there and talk about the podcast. <laughs> That's awesome. So, yeah. So, Mike right. Newman, I am very, very glad you stopped on by to give Jerry this very nice surprise. It was an early Christmas present. Thank you. It's not every time. It's not every day you guys reach 50, right? No. Right. <laughs> and that's what we were talking about before I brought you on is that you know, who would have thought we would have gotten a 50 and let alone that we have the listeners that we do. And it's just, it's awesome. And then right before, when you told me you were going to bring me on in about 15 minutes, I was in the process of watching your death stranding playthrough. Nice. Oh, nice. Awesome. That's awesome. So on I Twitch, have... Twitch or YouTube, YouTube. I just uploaded it <laughs> yep, about 19 minutes ago. So I'll probably be your first view. Um, I do have a question for both of you since you guys have been playing it and I've watched the playthrough somewhere else. Is the walking mechanic really that difficult? Well, I mean, as you progress, it could be, it could be very definitely challenging, but, um, there are ways around it, but you are sacrificing, uh, stamina for it. Okay. So it's it's either one or the other that you can you either really try and get a handle of the controls, but you kind of won't because as if you're walking, it's gonna get tedious. So therefore, like for the most part, I'm always holding uh, uh, both of the controls, yeah. so I'm getting rid of stamina because there are other ways to re- like replenish yourself. So it's really the best way. Yeah. yeah. When, when Matt started talking about the negative comments that came up before the game even came out, the only one that I'd heard had been, it's a game where you're walking all the time and standing up is a difficult task sometimes. It depends on the, the load that you're running. I mean, like yeah. if, I'm, if you're running max load, yeah, sometimes you'll go to 
trip on something and you got to catch yourself because of the weight. And it's like in real life, right? If you trip over something, you kind of starting to follow the right and you're carrying something big on your back, you're going to let momentum carry you to the right or to the left. So the whole thing is about momentum. So like, um, yeah, like Matt said, if you trip, you can go into a posture where you're about to like fall. And if you do fall, you not only do you damage your cargo, but it also like, um, releases from your backpack. So you also have to re get it. And sometimes if you're on a cliff or a mountain, it can go all the way back down. Oh, that's no fun. Yeah. But yeah. honestly, I mean, I even, I jog and I still hold L2 and R2. So it's not always just walking. Um, and eventually you do get access to a bike, which I don't have in my play yet. Um, Jerry's got the bike on his just cause he's further on. Um, but it's I, I love it. I mean, there's something tranquil about it, right? As you're you're playing the game, and there's so much detail in the scenery and stuff, which you'll see when you you watch the the playthrough on it. It's just you. I find myself just looking around at stuff too, and you know, until I come across a BT, and then I got to really pay attention, um, you know, and then you got to kind of go into a stealth mode, you know where you got to be careful how you're walking because BTs pick you up by sound. They can hear you breathe. So a lot of times you have to hold your hand over your mouth to allow them not to hear you breathe. And if you're going too fast, you're going to tip and fall. And then, yeah, so that's the only part that is the challenging part really about going from point A to point B. Um, and then also too, is the mule party that shows up. And if you decide to fight them, which I did as a uh, trial run to show everyone kind of what happens when you fight a mule party without weapons. <laughs> um, in the in the and play I was through. actually I was actually told that the further you get into the game and, and more of the weapons that you have access to that you get to create, the mules further into the game don't become more of a problem, but the BTs do. That's what I've heard, but I know from mule perspective, um, you get to get like bolos and stuff like that, and you can trip them up and. And whatnot. Well, so. you, but I, I also found out that in further in the game, you're able to actually create um, guns, like machine guns. I guess we'll get to that point. I haven't even gotten yeah. the 3D printer yet. So, yeah, <laughs> but it's like there's a lot to this game and it's just it's very vast and beautiful. But um, the the best thing that I can describe it is that it is kind of like a worldly game. So you, you really have to manage how you what what deliveries that you're going to do and how much game play you like you're going to want to play because you can you can get tired out so like this is a game that really takes patience and like there are going to be tedious spots so like the best thing that i can say about this game is that you do have to have some patience and really like enjoy the vastness of like an open world and kind of like doing these deliveries Honestly, Mike, it is something that once you eventually get either the PS4 or the PS5 um, or B, when it comes out on PC here at the beginning of 2020, it's something I definitely recommend at least playing once. Okay. Well, being, yeah. a, PC, being a true PC master race, I will probably do it when it comes out. Yeah. Oh, no. Newman, what's your rig? What kind of rig huh? you got, Newman? What kind of rig you know. got? I run on a laptop, but I don't use a console keypad or controller on my laptop. I, it's keyboard and mouse all the way. So I okay. am truly, I am truly a PC master game. 
Oh, you, put, you put me to shame. I, I will admit. I will admit I am the disgrace of the PC master race for playing with the controller, but I still prefer my PC. Why do you PC's think he's? Why do you think he said true PC master race? Because we talked about this. If, if, if you're gonna play with the controller, just buy an Xbox. Not, not gonna deny it. Eh. Why, do, why do I? Why do I still want crappy specs? <laughs> oh God. Well, I mean, if you're going Scorpio, you're not because it's got the, beat, the the better hardware on it. But the One uh, S, yeah, my hardware is still job. better. Even though my hardware is like three years old, my hardware is still better. Mine seven. Oh damn! There you go, and probably yeah. still better than the Xbox. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's not better than my Xbox. Let's put it this way: in my gaming console systems, I have a PS2 an Xbox, and a 360. Those are my current versions of all the platforms. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. damn. Yep. Man, I had some yep. good times with the 360, man. That was it the was last time I had... You know. Oh, and I, and I have a Sega Genesis. Yes. Oh, now that oh, is... man. man, I was... You man, know what? I heart. was looking at old-school uh, playthroughs of a Vector Man. I Ooh. loved that game. Vector Man and Vector Man Two. Wow, I've been oh, Genesis. Vector Man. Yeah, yeah. Alter Beasts. Yeah. Classic Sonic and Knuckles. Yeah. Sonic Two. Demolition Man. Ah, oh, Demolition Man. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's no Mortal Kombat. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, Mike, yeah. and I we will got say Mortal Kombat Two yeah. as well. So, Mike, I'll say this. You are more more than welcome to hang out with us, uh, or we can uh, let you go. I know you got some things to take care of at home as well. I can hang out for a few minutes. If I have to go, I'll let you know. All righty, then. That's good. So let's get to this, then. Cool. So let's start in the realm of third-party news. Um, Amy Hennig, the co-creator of Uncharted, uh, has joined up with Skydance the actual film production company to start a new game studio under their leadership. Uh, that's going to focus on story driven games. And I can think of nobody else better than Amy Henning to do this. Um, I wish that the star Wars game didn't get shit can that she was working on because she was the one that 13. Yes, was she that, was the one, one behind okay. it. Yes. Yeah, that um, was too bad. What it was is, and um, uh, look it up. It was it was during uh, uh during e, like it was an E three announcement, mm-hmm. dude. I'm telling you, it was like you I, were gonna I, be, I think it was a bounty a bounty hunter game. Yep. But you were in like, the uh, underbelly of like Coruscant and all of that. I mean, it was yeah deep. Like, it was supposed game, to be like M rated. Yeah. Oh wow. And the whole thing was like underbelly. You, you start as like kind of a, a, a second in command with the guy you're learning from, and then like you can customize your own like bounty hunter. So oh, it was wow. like a, a under, yeah, it was real. It was an actual villain uh, uh, force game. So it was like it was super different, and the footage is amazing. So actually, um, real quick, let's answer this comment live on the uh, on the air, really quick. Oh no! So oh, okay. Um, 
from Newman, of course. <laughs> I just got the, the notification. Really? Um, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> no, this is more about um, PlayStation. Um, uh, so my, we'll answer that question really quick. And it's um, something we're going to talk about a little bit later, but I'll go and answer it right now really quick. Um, is that VR-wise, you'll still be able to use the current VR components, but they have new components under trademark right now. So with PS5, they're looking at like a PSVR 2. Okay. Uh, so you can still get the PS4 and the VR now and then use your VR later with PS5 or when you get PS5, you can upgrade. Okay. I would just upgrade um, with everything. If you already have the VR... Yeah. No, I don't, and that's the thing is I'm trying yeah. to convince my wife that I need Beat Saber on the PS4. Beat Saber, yes, And the question was, if I go out and buy a PS4 Pro and PSVR, when the five comes out, am I just throwing money away, or do I have to go out and get new hardware to go with the PS5 for VR? Mm, I would You'll, wait. I think. Yeah, VR. I mean, there. I guess I would say this. For the VR perspective, I'd say probably wait for E3 because I think we're going to probably see some something about it. But e- even if they don't, even, I think even if they don't announce it, it's it's in their wheelhouse with that new console. They're they're going to bring out the new VR with noose and more powerful specs. And it's yeah. been it's, and honestly, it's been long enough too for the for the next iteration. So there's time. Uh, as well. So the next yeah, Newman, one, are, should I just Newman, are there any, uh, are there, hold on real quick. Newman, do you yeah. have like some VR exclusives that you want on PlayStation or you're kind of like more focused on just PlayStation as being loyal? Cause I mean like you can always get Beat Saber on PC and do like Oculus or any of the others like Vive or something. Oh yeah. Well, that that was going to be my next question. Should I just not worry about doing VR through PS and just do Oculus and do it that way? That is. I think it depends uh, on I, what kind of games that you want. And I and also that is a cheaper option too. Mm, well, not necessarily cheaper because I mean, like you're definitely going to well, be depending on what. Well, depending on what VR set you want to go with, I mean. Yeah, because I mean, like, if you go like the full like full room camera setup, that's obviously going to be more expensive. Or if you go with like yeah. Oculus Oculus Quest, that's going to be cheaper. But then you're also needing to cross reference your specs on your equipment uh, in relations to working well with the VR and the mm-hmm. VR game and things like that. So I mean, like, yeah, let me you, ask you a question. Kind of, yeah, if you go Oculus, I mean, do you really want to own hardware that's made by Facebook? It's not necessarily made by Facebook. It's Um, not made by Facebook. Actually, Facebook Facebook bought Oculus. Oculus was a freaking Kickstarter, and I've been following them for a long time. And they started up in Canada, so like, don't don't harp on them too much for being bought out. Because I mean, they needed the money. (laughs) But it's still Facebook. Eh, owned. Facebook owned. Yeah. It's just money. It's just money. It's just money. <laughs> right? We throw call you shade. just money. Show so, throwing shade at the big big bad book. Okay, let's okay, yeah. let's talk about it's just money. 
<laughs> Let's talk about the attempted uh, cash grab by uh, Google. Oh, and, oh, and, yeah. and that is Stadia. So <laughs> now that the embargo has been lifted, game company or game review magazines and stuff have been starting to put out their two cents, if you will, on their mm-hmm. on what's been happening with them. And it, it when you look at Kotaku and GameSpot, they're the ones that have really been talking about it. And then um, there was a third publication. I can't remember who it was. I saw it on Twitter. But they actually made a video of how bad it is. So Stadia, their big thing was no latency, right? Yeah. Zero latency. So guess what? Kotaku has found latency and stuttering. (laughs) Oh, God. And Jason Schreier has said, like, it was great to have it load up really quick, but to have latency and stuttering in Destiny. And then you couldn't even play a PvP because nobody's really playing the game. (laughs) So... Um, He's not on Stadia. (laughs) Yeah, right. And then, furthermore, uh, GameSpot has said that they found latency, video compression artifacts, finicky software, and and they're suggesting that Stadia isn't worth it when you compare it to the value that PS4 and Xbox have. Even Mm. though Stadia has the advantage of being kind of more mobile, right at this point, PlayStation and Xbox are still... uh, Kind of having that issue. Um, Forbes is saying that it's a complete miss by Google. Oh, wow. Because part of the Founders Pack isn't available until next year. Um, they faced so much backlash that they had to put in a couple of the those 12 games we talked about that were going to be slated for a couple weeks out. They're, gonna, they're launching now. Um, I've seen video, though, where literally a guy's sitting there on Stadia hits the space bar, which happens to be the jump key. And like, it's two seconds lag between hitting the key and it jumping <laughs> oh, on screen. Uh, you know, when you compare it to yeah. what Microsoft's doing with xCloud right now, they're they're demoing in beta 50 games right now just on mobile phones. And yeah. there's not quite the backlash right now. So honestly, we, we said this on a podcast back when Stadia came out. We thought it wasn't ready, and this goes to show Google set the bar super high. And but, I mean, but but to to their kind of defense with respects to being like business and being in the tech industry and everything, like they got their name out first, pretty much. Like they really got to the point where they were trying to prove that, like, oh. You don't necessarily need your own massive amount of hardware. You can use this kind of link between to have good hardware and do, go online, which has been a talk uh, on our podcast multiple times because that's something that's coming. So to be able to put your name out first is really business smart, but not like popularity smart. Except for the hardware you need overheating and causing players to disconnect their games. I mean, still, yeah, like the hardware suck, <laughs> but still, you got your name out first. I, I get it. They put their name out first, but don't promise something I, if you cannot deliver on it. I mean, like, what what if what about like the first what, what was it like the first hard drive ever in existence was over 100 pounds. Like, you're not going to ever use that <laughs> in all reality for a consumer. But I mean, yeah, you got your name out first. You made the first hard drive. I 
I get it. I, w- I will. So I will is, state, is, I'm not. On. I'm but, not officially comparing Stadia to the uh, genius <laughs> of a hard drive. Not at all. It's just a quote-unquote example. <laughs> it's not a one-to-one comparison. Stadia, I don't like you. However, I still respect you trying to be first. If you want to go that route, PlayStation was before Stadia. With PlayStation now. Mm. Was it mm. was it to what mm. really they're doing now? No, they had game streaming. Granted, it was to the console, but they still did game streaming. Now, was it good? No, because I did I did the beta testing for that um, mm. before they announced yeah. the beta. Before, well, mine would I guess would have been alpha because they did beta. They did the beta at E3 where they're heading out mm. all the advertisements. I would say, uh, honestly, I would say that you you were like pre like predated where we are now like it's a generational thing like i i agree with theo that this is like kind of the first but going back to that theo do you think being the first attemptee um is better than maybe taking some time and really giving it it right yeah okay the time that it needs to truly be what it's supposed to be so that that kind of depends. So, like, you, you you strike, like, a good thought in my mind. So, like, think of Wright Brothers. Like, they were the first to fly. Like, they crashed the first time, but it still got to develop and everything. But they still got the credit. Right. But on the other side, you got the light bulb. Edison was the only one that got credit for light bulb. But there's other scientists that made it first. Not best necessarily one. the Understood. best way. Not necessarily the best way. But Edison made it a way that it was appealing to the consumers. So, like, it's it's kind of hit or miss. It kind of depends on your product, right? True. Well, true. Um, but the, but the in, that entails of what I was asking. D- do you think right. it, it's better that like that they showed it like this, or what they really should have done is taken a couple more years of research and and more due diligence on the product itself? Because this, this, that I, was I think, a mass undertaking. I totally, I totally agree that this is like, it's kind of monumental. Like, like it's a full streaming service for video games. Like right. that's that that I door is open think, now, and that that can kind of kill exactly. the well, console. And that's true. Exactly. But I personally think I, that since the conversation has been out there for as long as it has. It's more beneficial for to get your name out there first because everybody, people have already been talking about it. Whereas like other things with like like the Wright brothers, nobody was really talking about putting a man in in the air and flying. They were just, I want to do this. See, hold on, uh, let me put it in, the, in in terms that even Mike can back me up. I on kind this. of that's agree like, with your point. That's like throwing. That's like throwing something new out there and hoping whatever you say is going to work. Like when at work for us, you know, they, they put out a patch, right? And they say, cool, it's supposed to work, but they never tested it. Huh. Well, that you sounds know? like I've had OS. But wait a minute, wait a minute. But wait a minute. You can't deny it. Actually. You can't deny it. <laughs> but but I actually, I to kind of support Theo's theory, Technically, with this being the first iteration, it's it was hit or miss. It's a miss, but not only can they still kind of improve on it as time goes on, can still get some maybe sales and like kind of salvage themselves in a way. 
And yeah. that, in turn, I, I feel really does kind of benefit, like, well, we were the first to attempt this. You know, of course, right. it comes with bugs and problems, you know, and they're yeah. going to start working through it. And they're going to be on the journey that companies are going to be like, oh, wow, so this is how we, this is how we do it. Or not do it. Well, let's well, get, so, let's get some direct... Let's get, let's get some direct Here's a moment because thoughts. I don't have any experience with Stadia whatsoever, but it sounds like what they're trying to do is releasing a fully-fledged product, but it's really a beta test. Correct. Very and, much. And in Steam environment, in the PC world, they do early releases. They didn't advertise this as an early release. They said, here's our product. It works. We've tested everything. And yeah. that's not true. So maybe they should have said this is an early release. We're getting out in front of it. We know it's an early release. Mm -hmm. You guys are doing our beta test in production. So don't expect right. it to be perfect out the gate. Yeah. But it doesn't sound like they communicated it out that way. Now, here's the other thing that they didn't communicate correctly either, is that you cannot share your games on a family account. Right. So one game, one account. So it's not like where we do with PS4s at our house where I buy it and we have it on, installed on multiple systems and everything it's yeah. no it's one game i mean still that that's you if you ever get in trouble i i have nothing i know nothing i'm playing dumb you're no. on your own playstation <laughs> has told us how to i do know it. uh yeah so, i know but no that's the thing is so you're basically paying 60 dollars for your game yeah. you're paying 60 plus dollars for your hardware for your controller whatever and you're paying whatever the subscription rate is for their Google Stadia Pro. So right there, you're already at like probably about 180, 200 bucks. So you might as well go partake in Black Friday and go get the $200 PlayStation Slim bundle that comes with three great games that you don't have to worry about it being online. You don't have to worry about an internet connection. It's all right there. Mic drop. Hey, no. I, I haven't fallen down yet. <laughs> oh, no, 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 I was, no, I was from from what Matt was saying. I was like, oh no, mic drop. That's right, get that. No, it, it's a joke. Whenever <laughs> I drop it there at work, I always say it's a mic drop. Oh, on that note, stop, stop dropping mic, Gary. Jeez, be nice to him. <laughs> I'll let you guys get back to it, Jerry. I'll continue giving you great comments and feedback. Thank you. Please <laughs> do. Please do, Newman. It was so great having you on. Yep. Thank you. All right. I'm gonna have my friend. Later, brother. Have a good one, Newman. And we'll talk. I mean, we'll talk about Black Fridays, but that's. I mean, when you're looking at six dollars for a game, that chances are you can go get used for thirty, forty bucks. Yeah. You're talking about getting yeah. a, a controller that you have to have a Chromecast for. Um. You know, you're having I mean, to pay their subscription rates. I mean, at that rate, you might as well just go get. A Black Friday, even even Xboxes are going to be like two hundred bucks. You know, I mean, there's no uh, there's no denying that there's definitely like really no real reason for the masses to get Stadia with where it's at right now. I absolutely agree and won't won't disagree on that. the The only thing that I'm trying to say is that yeah, Stadia and Google is like they're putting their foot out there. They're allowing something to build off of what they've started. So yeah. like. Give it like maybe five years, five years. And we'll have we'll probably even have something that is on PS that's like the um, the Xbox one and everything. It's going to be mm -hmm. 
probably like everybody's trying to talk to leading to a type of setup where the hardware that they're providing can be cheaper and easier to manufacture for the customer while keeping other things close to the heart with like the server I, type of ser- services. I think this is going to be probably the last hardcore console generation. I think the next year, gener- I mean, you know, as far as totally. PS5 and, and, totally and whatnot. Agree. And I, I think that going forward after that, you're probably going to see more of a shift to streaming and services and stuff like that. Now, I don't think consoles are ever going to die, though. And the only mm-hmm. reason I the only reason I say that is because we still have a third of America that does not have access to high speed Internet. I, I would agree. But like I, I, I don't think a console thing would ever really die. I don't. But I don't think they're going to be as hefty. As they are now, I don't no. think anywhere close that they'll be he- as hefty or anything like that. No. I definitely think things will downgrade at some point, um, as well as like size and and requirements for a lot of things. Um, but like I could definitely see like for if it is a primary stream type of thing, there is the availability to download so you can play offline type of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think. I think that's where you're kind of be probably seeing it go is that download versus thing. Um, so but, in, in saying that, are you saying that physical discs for, for games uh, are, you know, headed? I think in the maybe next, disc, I think, but cartridge might still be a thing. Yeah. Which rumors cartridge can what, cartridge get the, the, the same graphics and and beauty as like a Blu-ray. I mean, give it five years. I guarantee it. Um, well, here's the thing. It's funny thing that's you mentioned some, about that's that is that pretty crazy. Yeah, there crazy. is there's a patent that somebody unearthed that could be rumored of a Vita two. Yeah. That's supposed uh, to that go rumor. with. Good. I, I saw I, that. I was like, Ooh, yeah, yeah, please. Right. Um, I mean, there, there's I numbers of I heard that too. Mm-hmm. There's numbers of times that people have proven that they can get beautiful things out of outdated yeah. uh, technology. Like uh, even E3, I think it was three years ago, featured a video that was purely built off of Unity 4, which is years behind. And it was gorgeous. I don't yeah. know if you remember, uh, but it was like it was like fa- Final Fantasy-esque and it was just so immensely detailed. Mm-hmm. And it was built on out-of-dated software. And it was. Oh, wow. I mean, honestly, you look at, I mean, we talk about the Vita, right? It's like five years old, six years old, right? PS3. Yeah. 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 And you look at how some of the later games that were coming out for it before they killed off, they still looked really good. Mm-hmm. You and know, still they a did. demand for it. <laughs> yes, there is. <laughs> Very much so. Um, but let's, you know, we talk about getting the hardware and stuff like that and comparing it to PlayStation whatnot for Stadia. And let's let's talk about the Black Friday deals for PlayStation, right? So the bundle that I mentioned for 200 bucks, right? It's the Slim with Last of Us Remastered, God of, uh, God of War, and Horizon Zero Dawn Complete Edition. All three awesome. great games. Yeah. And Th- those are great starter games if you're, you know, going to buy a... Console right now, like those are that's great. Those are fantastic. I mean, those are 
all fantastic games that yeah. have all been nominated for game of the year awards and everything like that. And, and with last of us two coming out in, you know, may now you got plenty of time to pick up and play through three great games. Okay. Oh yeah. Um, then they're also going to do the PlayStation four pro for two ninety nine, So they're going to knock a hundred bucks off of that thing for black Friday. Ooh, sweet. Yeah. Now, they're also doing what Mike was asking about, too, is, is if he gets the bundle and stuff is they're going to be doing the PlayStation VR multi-game bundle for 200 bucks, And that's going to come with the VR headset, the camera, and download codes for Ash, uh, AstroBot Rescue Mission, which has been nominated and won Game of the Year awards. It won stuff at the Video Game Awards last year. Um, oh, okay. You've got um, Skyrim VR, Resident Evil 7, which we know at E3 was making people sick. <laughs> Yeah. Um, Everybody's golf VR and PlayStation VR worlds for 200 bucks. So right there, if you get the slim and the VR for 400 bucks, you're set for quite a bit. Mm. Then they're also going to do a VR blood and truth bundle, which is basically going to be blood and truth plus everybody's golf for the games. And it's going to be the PS VR headset, the PS camera, PS move controllers, and the games for 250 That's a really good bundle as well because you're getting a lot of the hardware you need. That's pretty They're good. They're also going to be doing the PS uh, Gold headsets for $69.99 here in the States. So that's going to be 70 bucks, so 30 bucks Definitely off. Definitely go for that. Yeah. My wife thoroughly enjoys her <laughs> Rose Golds, which... Those are... I got the platinums, but I would, I would definitely, if I didn't have the money for it, for the platinums, I would have gotten the golds. They are yeah. awesome. I got to test them out. They're great. I mean, I do need to upgrade my headset mm-hmm. for the PS. It'd probably be a good plan to do. Dude, they are. Oh, yeah. really nice. They are awesome. Yeah. Dude, my only beef with these is they took away the foldability to it. I really like. Oh, that really? But, you know, I like yeah. the thing is. Yeah. But the thing is. I think that's going to keep its longevity. That's true. I can see that too. Yeah. Um, I mean, I mean, so, I don't have a problem with the spring in mine. It's just the material on the headphones is just like deteriorating. Yeah, it's it's a lot better. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, now, because that's what be... happened with my first it, the first iteration that I bought, and it yeah. sh- it shedded. So that was the that was the first thing I asked about it. Now, they're also going to be doing uh, a year of PlayStation Plus for 25% off, as per norm. Yep. That's when we all get our, our year of PlayStation yep. Plus. I buy like um, like two or three. <laughs> they're going to be doing select games, uh, exclusive games for 20 bucks, And those games are going to be Days Gone, Marvel's Spider-Man Game of the Year Edition. Oh, sweet. Medieval, Concrete Genie, which, okay, that one's Ooh. only like 10 bucks off. But you know, Concrete Genie is normally thirty. So I might actually, I think um, I'm gonna get that one too because I wanted to, I want to try that. I thoroughly enjoy the game. I get to get back into playing it. There's just so much right now that we've got yeah. to play that it's it's yeah. hard. Um, and then um, MLB The Show 19 is gonna be twenty bucks. And then um, finally, the remainder of the PlayStation Hits games um, are gonna be ten bucks. Nice for Black okay. Friday. So. I mean, half off for those. That's that's great. Um, now, Nintendo's come out with their with their bundle, and honestly, I think it's it's not as good. 
They never, but they never have good Black Friday deals. So they're going to be doing the Mario Kart 8 Deluxe Switch bundle, which is just going to be Mario Kart 8 and the Switch for 300. So that's nothing new. They did that before, um, and it's going to be um, only at select retailers. So Amazon, Best Buy, GameStop, Target, and Walmart. That's it. Um, so. Hopefully, uh, if you're looking to get a Switch, you know, I mean, honestly, Mario Kart's a great game to start with, especially if you're getting it for your kids, right? You're getting a Switch, you got the controllers already ready to go with the Joy-Cons, you're getting Mario Kart, you're ready to go for 300. Yeah. Um, and then um, you're going to get select titles for 33% off, so which is about 20 bucks off. Super Mario Odyssey, Mario Party, Breath of the Wild, Splatoon 2, Donkey Kong Country. Uh, Tropical Freeze, Mario Tennis, Kirby Star Allies, Octopath Traveler, which is a fantastic game for an old school RPG classic style game, and then Wolfenstein 2. Mm. Uh, the Pokeball Plus is going to be uh, 60% off, so it's going to sell for 20 bucks <laughs> during Black to. Friday. I'm getting to. Um, and Ew, then one what thing do you that'll need be. Two for? <laughs> Oh, well, hopefully if Pierre isn't listening to this podcast, uh, I'm going to get one for Pierre as like a oh, su- surprise. And here's the he's thing a, is... He's a hu- huge Pokemon fan, and uh, he would really love to have Mew. If you want to get Mew to play in Shield and Sword, you need a Pokeball that has not been used. For also, Let's Go Eevee yeah, great, great announcement. Because that, that is the whole reason why I am purchasing a second. It's because I have to if I want... Mew, you can't you in, can't just uh, put sort Mew of in the in the ball. You can't transfer it. It's a one-time use. So yeah. if you used it on po- on Pikachu and Eevee, you cannot do it again. You have to uh, buy another yep. one. Yeah, rude. Yeah, um, and then unique to Amazon, Best Buy, and Target, they will be offering the gray and neon. Red and blue bundles, uh, the Joy-Con controller for 25% off. So that's not a bad deal right there. Um, Overall, honestly, if you look at what PlayStation is offering with having controllers being discounted as well as part of Black Friday, they're going to be down to like, I think it's like $35.99, something like that. Honestly, a PS4 with those games plus a controller and you can pick up you know, whatever other games you want, honestly, for, I would save the hundred dollars and just get a PS4. <laughs> honestly, yeah. I, I get it. It's Nintendo. The switch is riding high, but you know, they really need to. I yeah, mean, they, Nintendo's they really have, never really been known for good black Friday stuff. I mean, they're, they True. they do have they do have decent Cyber Monday stuff sometimes for their digital store, but it's about or it. accessories. All righty. Yeah. So let's get on to the the big part, which uh, the Game Awards, which will be on December twelfth, has announced their nominations, and we are going to go over those nominations, and we're going to make our vote. I've actually logged into. TheGameAwards.com as oh, nice. our actual official official Twitter account. So this will be the podcast nice. votes. Awesome. So let's look at Game of the Year. Yeah. They have nominated oh, no. 
and some of these I haven't I have not played, but I know the reputation. So um, first up is from Remedy Games, makers of Alan Wake is Control. We have Death Stranding, mm-hmm. Resident Evil Two, okay. Sekiro, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, and The Outer Worlds. Oh. Yeah, I've heard really good things about Outer Worlds um, and that it is truly kind of that 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 game that Fallout wants to be. So like game. This is game of the year. This is game of the year. I feel like they really didn't give much of like older titles in the year much of a chance. Like everything this is everything was like within the past like three months. (laughs) Yeah, this is like the Academy Awards. It's. And when you look at it, too, is like Star Wars isn't on this. But um, I was looking at a post from Andrew Renee from What's Good Games, and she was saying a lot of these the games that could have been voted for or put on the ballot for the committee to kind of choose. They just weren't out long enough for them to even try it. They didn't have the advanced release builds and stuff to really play with it. So this is what they've got. Yeah, Um, it does seem a little weak this year. But can can I hear him? Can I listen to him again? All right. So we have control. Uh-huh. Death Stranding, Resident Evil 2, Sekiro, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, and The Outer Worlds. Game of the Year. Yeah. I think I think I personally, even though I didn't play it through or like as much as you guys, Resident Evil 2 is on the top of my list for this. I I would agree on that because Resident Evil 2, I think, top to bottom, was a fantastic game. Um, Just graphically, just quality of life things that they changed, how they they stayed faithful to the game and rebuilt it from the ground up. Death Stranding is a fantastic game. It's too early. But it's too early. It just came out. And honestly, I know people have finished it. That's kind of where I'm at with Outer, World, Outer Worlds. I feel like it's still too early for that game, but I almost feel like it would win. Actually, Outer Worlds came out like September. I, that's yeah. my vote. I think the Outer Worlds is going to win. Think Outer Worlds. But, I, but I'll go with you guys. What's our, what's our vote, though? I think I'll our go, vote should go, be Resident Evil. I'll go Resident Evil. Okay. But I think Outer Worlds. But, but that it, being said, I don't. It's too much intrigue and too too many questions for that game to make the impact to to win game of the year. I I, I think li- like you said earlier, that game is going to take time. Yep. Yeah. Alrighty, action game. We've got Apex Legends. Ugh. We have Astral <laughs> Chain for the Switch. We have Call of Duty Modern Warfare, Devil May Cry 5, 
Gears of War five and Metro Exodus. Ugh. I just like part of me just wants to but, vote for but, Astral Change because you know the Switch ain't gonna get a ton of love. But it's just I, I like should we have should we make our a political vote or should we make like what we hope no. wins? What we hope wins or what we feel like should two of the two of those two of those games is gonna win or 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 I think one of them are, I think Apex Legends is probably gonna be right up there. I, I'm saying yeah, that, I'm saying Apex Legends and Call of Duty are. I like, would rather see Apex Legends than Call of Duty. Yeah, yeah, I'm down. Theo, I'll, I'll agree with Apex. Okay. But who did we want to win? But you got to remember, these are votes, so we're not predicting. No, we're just voting. Win. No, but but, so, but, no, but that means we we're contributing to them winning. Then that's us contributing. But we're also do we want to contribute to Apex winning? No, yeah. but I I don't. But I'm just going. I think honestly, it's gonna win. I see coming down between three. I see Apex Legends, Call of Duty, and Gears of War five. See, I'm I'm, ho- I'm hoping I, I like D five, baby. Devil you May Cry five. Oh no, that's not gonna happen, dude. I'm sorry, it's not gonna happen. Action game though, action game. That's happen. an I'm action sorry. like that it's is definitely old an action, action game. game. I'm about to die. It is an action game. Yeah. But I don't think it's gonna happen. Mm-mm. See, that's why. That's my so, hope. That that's my hope pick. Okay, so if it comes, I mean, honestly. What's the lesser of two evils that we want to vote for? Because Apex Legends. I, I haven't Apex played Legends. any of the games on the on the list. Like no so. offense, because I, I love the old Call, Call of Duties, but the that whole franchise it, it's too much. Yep. There's too much. Alrighty, so let's look at action adventure game, which, as they say, oh. for the best action adventure game combining combat with traversal and puzzle solving, we have Borderlands Three. Mm-hmm. Oh. Control. Death Stranding, Resident Evil 2, Link's Awakening, and Sekiro. Sekiro. Oh, oh. I, oh, I'm going to go with Resident Evil again. Sekiro. From I what I've... The, I was really liking the puzzles in Resident Evil 2. I had a lot of fun with puzzles in, in Resident Evil. So I would definitely go with Adventure Game with this. They were way more... Way they were harder in Sekiro. From what I've heard, yeah, Sekiro is top notch. I mean, this is our vote though on what we think about this. I definitely don't think Link's Awakening. It, no, it wasn't. It wasn't great for me. Out of all of this, personally, I would go with Resident Evil Two. Although I've heard Control has some really great action adventure stuff with it too. Um, that's, I would lean more towards either Resident Evil 2 or Sekiro. I, I, I will go with Sekiro because primarily with that, I feel like that game more better suits the genre than yes. anything. Uh, I totally agree. Alrighty. So uh, art direction, outstanding creative and or technical achievement and artistic design and animation. So we've got ooh. control. Oh, Death Stranding, Grease, Sayonara Wild Hearts, Sekiro, and Legend of Zelda. So for me personally, 
I have to, I personally have to give this a death stranding based on aren't, what they're doing with the mocap art, art direction. The, right. This yeah, is art direction, direction, which is creative is for outstanding creative and or technical achievement in artistic design and animation. Death stranding. Yeah. I mean, it is. Yeah. 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 All right. Audio design. Recognizing the best in in-game audio and sound design, we've got Modern Warfare, Control, Death Stranding, Gears 5, Resident Evil 2, and Sekiro. From an audio perspective, I've got to go RE2. I was, I'm thinking Control. Really? Uh, I mean, seeing those, seeing some gameplay and and those uh, trailers. That's true. I mean... There was a lot going on, and like the, the uh, sound really played a played a factor for, for like the selling point. I feel, but um, I'll go with what you guys go for, with. What do you think, Theo? Mm, I mean, I just try to think like with. I was also kind of thinking Call of Duty. I was like, Which I was kind of leaning some, towards that too. I've heard I'm, amazing I'm mainly, things about Modern Warfare. Like I'm mainly like not. I'm trying to not have like soundtrack or anything really persuade my decision. Just more of like the detail in this is for sound specifically. Okay. So I, I I would definitely have RE2 on the top for me and then probably modern warfare and then control, which I've heard some amazing things about the gun mechanics and how they sound and everything. So Modern Warfare RE2. I'll go RE2 because I, I yeah. want to show them some love. Yeah. I did love that game. And I'm sorry, hearing you know, hearing you be hunted by Mr. X and you hear that that sound, you just like... Oh, yeah, that oh. was like menacing, like, oh, God, I'm not walking that way. <laughs> All righty. So we've got community support, recognizing a game for outstanding community support, transparency, and responsiveness. Death Stranding. <laughs> i'm already saying it death stranding nope but go Uh, ahead sorry sorry apex legends destiny Mm -hmm. 2 final fantasy 14 fortnite and tom clancy's rainbow six siege you're kidding so no this is so what they mean by community support is is when the players voice a concern they have your community teams like that are on twitter and stuff like that responding and helping out with that which For me, I would say because I do follow some of Ubisoft and everything like that, the Rainbow team has been is a super supportive community. Um, I know Apex Legends is, um, and I know Destiny Two is. Destiny Two all the way from Destiny Destiny Two. I'll go Destiny. Out of all of that, I for me, because you know what? Yeah, that company really does listen. You know, they have more of a longevity. I'll go with them too. All right, especially with like with what they achieved with like just the start of Forsaken and like keeping me interested for as long as they have, definitely them. All right, so next up is content creator of the year for a streamer or a content creator who has made an important positive impact on the industry in 2019. I have no idea who some of these guys are, so we've got um, (laughs) yeah, right. We've got Courage, Doctor Lupo, Ewok. Gref G and Shroud. I have no idea. I don't know. So, in same honor, again. Okay. <laughs> so you've got, Close your eyes and go up and down, and we'll tell you to stop. <laughs> <laughs> you've got Courage, Doctor Lupo, Ewok, Gref G, and Shroud. 
honestly, I'm just like at this point because it jumps out at me in honor of Jedi Fallen Order coming out. Do we go with Ewok? <laughs> All right. Boom, because I love them little bears. <laughs> All righty. Um, esports coach of the year. Yes. Um, <laughs> so we've got um, Eric Hoag from Team Liquid, New Ri Jong from Team Liquid, Fabian Loman from G2 Esports, Kim Jong Jun from SK Telecom T1. Uh, Danny Sorensen from Astralis and um, Sakshika, who is part of Dota 2's uh, the OG team. Honestly, it's all League of Legends. I would go Dota 2. Dota team. 2. Who are they yeah. from? Where are they from? Uh, it doesn't say where they're from. They uh, said Korea. OG. It's Korea. Okay. Okay. Esports events. Uh, you've got the 19, 2019 Overwatch League Grand Finals, EVO 2019, Fortnite World Cup, IEM Kato Weiss, League of Legends World Championship, and the International. Because we had Ninja on the show, do we just want to go with EVO and support them? Yeah. Cool. Shout out to Ninja. <laughs> uh, esports Game of the Year, Counter-Strike, Dota 2, Fortnite, League of Legends, and Overwatch. I hate to say this. Overwatch. For me, it's probably going to be Fortnite or Overwatch. Overwatch. So do we go with our bias and go with Overwatch? Boy, boycott, boycott Fortnite. Boycott Fortnite. Boycott Fortnite. Overwatch. Yeah, screw Fortnite. But I, I don't know about Overwatch. I was kind of leaning towards Dota. But yeah, let's go Overwatch then. That's fine. Okay. All righty. Uh, esports host. Um, <laughs> gotcha game night. Dude, there's like... <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I'm just gonna randomly pick somebody. Um, Meredith, <laughs> she's not on here. Um, sure, let's go to this one. Um, okay, esports player. Uh, you got a Fortnite player, League of Legends, two League of Legends players, uh, Counter Strike, and an Overwatch. Um, I, so I for Overwatch, it's J1, who goes by Sinatra. For Counter Strike, it's um, Alexandra Kosiliev. Uh, for League of Legends, it's Luka Perkovich. The other one is Lee Song Hyok and Kyle uh, Gearsdorf for Fortnite. Oh, I think man. Kyle Gearsdorf is. Oh, Booga. That's the 14 year old that won Fortnite. What, the 1 million? Yeah, that kid. Mm, I still hate Fortnite. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So let's. Should we just give some watch, uh, love to Overwatch for this one? Yes. Yeah. That sounds okay. good. Esports team: um, Astralis for Counter Strike, G two for League of Legends, OG for Dota, uh, San Francisco Shock for Owl, and Team Liquid for Counter Strike. Dota. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Best family game. We've got yes. Luigi's Mansion. Ring Fit Adventure, Super Mario Maker 2, Super Smash Brothers, and Yoshi's Crafted World. Ooh. <sighs> oh. I mean, like, what aspect do we take? This is, like, it this is, is a okay. game that, like, Quote is unquote. good for the family to play together? For the best game appropriate for family play, irrespective of genre or platform. So, no, I would say no to Smash Brothers. I'd, I'd say definitely no to Luigi's Mansion. 
Mm, it's appropriate. For more people. of a, but it's more of a one-player game. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna say Yoshi's in this one though. Yeah, Yoshi, you can of, play players. Yep. And Mario, yeah. Mario, Mario Maker Two. Yeah. Mario Maker Two has some levels that are just truly too hard though for a family. I would say Yoshi, but, but it's but Mario Maker, you can make a level as a family. You can, but I'm talking even but, the levels that they already but, have yeah. though. Yeah. And then if you're thinking parents are gonna have the patience for that, so I don't do. think so. Alrighty. The good ones do, but most don't. So are we go in Yoshi? Cool. Yes. I think Yoshi. Alrighty. Yoshi. Best fighting game. Dead or Alive Six, Jump Force, Mortal Kombat Eleven, Mortal Kombat. Samurai Showdown, and Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. Okay. Alrighty. Fresh indie game. Zeom, uh, Nomada Studio for Greece. Oh, so sorry. Zeom um, was for uh, Disco Elysium, Nomada Studios for Greece, Dead Toast Entertainment for my friend Pedro. You've got Mobius Digital for Outer Wilds, Mega Crit for Slay the Spire, and House House for Untitled Goose Game. I've heard nothing but really good things about Untitled Goose to the point where I'm going to buy it on my Switch. I, I agree with you then. Dude, I, you were I didn't know any goose, of this. You're a goose. Outer Wilds around, or Outer Worlds? Outer, outer Wilds. Which I've heard some decent things for that one too. But um, Untitled Goose Game, you're a goose that is playing pranks on the town. Stealing yes. stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. I saw the trailer for that. All righty. Okay, I say that one too. Best game direction. Awarded for outstanding creative vision and innovation in game direction and design. Control, Death Stranding, Resident Evil 2, Sekiro, and Outer Wilds. I'm going to go Control or Death Stranding. I'm leaning more towards Death Stranding based on the, the definition of the category. I would go with that. Alrighty. Games for impact for a thought provoking game with a pro social meaning or message. Concrete Genie, Grease, Kind Worlds, Life is Strange 2, and Sea of Solitude. Concrete um, Genie. Concrete Genie. Give it some love to Pixel Opus. Alright, independent game. You've got Baba is You, Disco Elysium, Katana Zero, Outer Wilds, and Untitled Goose Game. Untitled Goose. Alright. Cool. <laughs> uh, best mobile game. Call of Duty Mobile, Grindstone, Sayonara Wild Hearts, Sky, Children of the Light, and What the Golf. I have no idea, so what do you guys want to go with? Let's just go with the name that jumps out at us. Okay. Uh, Children of the Light stood out to me. Okay. Cool. I was... It does make me think of Blinded by the Light. Oh, <laughs> All righty. <laughs> so I'll go with that one, yeah. All right, multiplayer game. For outstanding online multiplayer game and design, including co-op and massively multiplayer experiences, uh, regardless of the, the genre or platform. So you got Apex okay. Legends, Borderlands 3, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, Tetris 99, and The Division. Oh, I know what two of you guys are going for. I mean, it's the division. Yeah, division. Yes, say so. <laughs> I mean, honestly, those are. I mean, I hate to say this. As much as I love division, and it does deserve the love, 
you know, Tetris 99 is great. Borderlands 3 is a lot of fun to play together. I know Apex Legends is supposed to be really good, too. So for me, all of them in this category, it's a toss up. It really is. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I do love I I do love Division Two for it. Um, I don't know. What do you guys want to go with? What do you think, Theo? Division Two is fine. I want to stick with the love. Go yeah. Division Two. You hear that, Julian? If you're listening, we're voting for you guys for best multiplayer game of the year. Yeah, baby. Already. Ubisoft forever, for baby. All right, narrative for outstanding storytelling and narrative development in a game. You've got Ooh. A Plague Tale, Innocence. You have Control, Death Stranding, Disco Elysium, and The Outer Worlds. Ooh. So, Jerry, let me ask you a question. How well, is the storytelling for Death Stranding to where you're at? Um, Because, honestly, from what I heard on the storytelling, Control and Outer Worlds are fantastic. Really? Yes. I don't know how to describe like uh, like yes. I th- I think it's very good, but it's it's somewhat like as you continue to play and each time you have like kind of a cinematic, it's more like a Coen Brothers movie. Okay. You start off like Yeah. The further you get, the more information you get, and you get you still get somewhat of a glimpse of what's going on, but you don't have a full picture. I want to say control. Control? Mm-hmm. Especially right. with its with its ties into Alan Wake. Okay. Alrighty. Ongoing game awarded to a game for outstanding development of ongoing content that evolves the player experience over time. Apex Legends, Destiny 2. Final Fantasy fourteen, Fortnite, and Rainbow Six Siege. For me, Destiny two. Destiny two. <laughs> yeah, we go Destiny. Okay. Oh, what were you going to say though? What were you going to say? I was going to say Final Fantasy fourteen because oh. that. Uh, only, oh, I mean that's a good no, point though. I'm not going with bias though here, Jerry. I'm strictly going off of the fact as you look at what they've done content wise for that game. And how they keep evolving it. They put actually, out some, yeah, they that put is out some regular stuff. Oh. They actually, you're right, because they've lasted this for and, so long. And, and, and they, Destiny, and they, it, it, they've been Destiny pretty consistent. Yeah. And, and Final Fantasy XIV has been pretty consistent with Correct. having yeah. good mm-hmm. stuff coming out. Like Destiny Two has been back and forth. Like it's usually hit or miss. And with I them, I retract my previous. Reaction. Okay. I think I vote Final yeah, Fantasy. Yeah, I, I, I'll right. go Final Fantasy cool. 14 too. All right, here we go for performance. Awarded to an individual for voiceover acting, motion, and or performance capture. Oh. So we have Ashley Birch as uh, Parvati Holcomb in The Outer Worlds. We have Courtney Hope as Jesse Fadden in Control. We have Laura Bailey as Kate Diaz in Gears 5. You have Mads Mikkelsen as Cliff in Dust Stranding. You have Matthew Peretta as Dr. Casper Darling in Control. And you have Norman Reedus as Sam Porter Bridges in Dust Stranding. Dang. To me, it's Norman Dang Reedus, it. Mads Mikkelsen, and Laura Bailey. That's who I'm thinking. I'm going with whatever you want. 
Oh man, I don't. I don't particularly have much of an opinion on it. I think honestly, for me, I want to. My vote. I want to lean more towards Laura Bailey because she has done so much in voiceover work. Yeah, and doesn't always get the recognition she deserves. Well, so does Ashley Birch. That's same with Ashley Birch, man. And she's done a lot. Yeah, she has as well. I don't know. I, I, like, honestly, I, I'm thinking Norman Reedus, bro. That's true, though. I mean. I'm really thinking Norman. Dude, Daryl. Daryl's got a fan base, <laughs> dog. I, I think. And you know what? That can only help video games more. But, you know. No, no. We got to go Ashley Birch for one reason, one reason only. I didn't realize. Hey, Ash, what's your plans? It's, it's Horizon. She was Aloy. Yeah. You didn't know that? Yeah. No, I did not know that was who Aloy was. Oh, yeah. I met her. She's Tiny Tina in Borderlands. Yeah. That was her first big, really big uh, gig um, because her brother uh, wrote for Borderlands. She's Aloy. I feel, I, I feel like I feel she's like Lee has more of a thing in on screen rather than voice. We should go with Birch. Yep. I'm voting Laura, Ashley Birch. All right. All right. Role playing game for the best design with the rich player, blah, 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 customization, progressive, including MMO. All right. Disco Elysium, FF14, Kingdom Hearts 3, Monster no. Hunter World, Iceborne, mm. and the Outer Worlds. I've heard the Outer Worlds Outer is fantastic worlds. From, from that perspective. Yeah. All right. Now, Theo, to your point, here's, here's soundtrack. So, best soundtrack, we've got Cadence of Hyrule. Death Stranding, Devil May Cry 5, Kingdom Hearts 3, and Sayonara Wild Hearts. So Cadence of Hyrule is going to be like the original Link to the Past soundtrack with more of a techno beat to it. Death Stranding, the score is good, but so is the the music that they had, they brought on all these artists for. Just do these for the games. I Honestly, I think for me, Death Stranding. From a okay. soundtrack perspective, especially when you come, you're just walking along and all of a sudden that song comes on and it just fits the game, too. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. What do you think? OK, I'm down. yo. I mean, how was the soundtrack for Kingdom Hearts 3? You guys played it. Uh, I mean, it is decent. It was I, good. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't. I say thought it was it good, but it wasn't it was anything so like super memorable, like uh, memorable. I, I, you know, all righty heard you know it was kind of the same as the other ones so yeah all righty sports racing game crash okay, team that's racing. All you, baby. so you got crash team racing dirt rally 2.0 evolution pro soccer 2020 f1 2019 and fifa 20 just because i think we need to go with crash uh crash team racing it's crash okay. cool all right, we've got strategy game. Okay, so you get two categories left, and then we're done. All right. So strategy game, best game focused on real-time or turn-based strategy gameplay. Um, you've got Age of Wonders Planetfall, Anno 1800, Fire Emblem Three Houses, Total War Three Kingdoms, Tropico Six, and Wargroove. I, I hate to say I'm going to – I would say Fire Emblem. 
I was just going to go with Fire Emblem because that was the only one that sounded familiar. (laughs) Um, Wargroove, I've heard, is really good, too. It's on the Switch, um, but Fire Emblem, the strategy part of it is great. So last but not least, we've got the VR AR game. You've got Asgard's Wrath, Blood and Truth, No Man's Sky, Trover Saves the Universe, and Beat Saber. Beat Saber. Beat Saber. All righty. And with that... We are voting. We have voted for all categories. Sweet. So. Right. Anyways. I think we can end it there. Everybody pretty much knows what we're playing lately. Because there's everything. Pokemon, Death Stranding. Yeah. Star Wars. Star Wars. Luigi's Mansion. Destiny 2. (laughs) Um, I will say this. Star Wars is really good. It is really, really good. And I need to play more of it. I love it. Um. I love it, man. So with that being said, um, everybody all across the U.S., across the world, uh, I want to absolutely thank you for crashing Game It with us tonight on this 50th episode. First milestone. Next one is 100. We'll get there. You know, um, if you like what you heard, please let us know. Leave those comments. Like you said, like I've always said, we we read them on air. We also will occasionally bring in somebody that leaves us comments. <laughs> that was a very comments. nice surprise. Um, thank you to Newman, AK, Mike. Mike. Yeah, awesome. Thank you so much and, uh, for, uh, for coming on, and yeah, can't wait to battle you again. And, uh, you know, don't forget to follow the podcast on whatever platform you're listening to us on. Um, you know, all our other stuff, Twitter, the website and everything. So I, I want to say, everybody, be excellent to each other and stay frosty. Thank you all to the listeners of this big, wide world. I just want to leave you with this message. Spread the love, be accepting and have patience, my fellow nerds. Thank you all for this amazing opportunity. 5-0, the big 5-0. Oh, 5-0. Yep. EFN, ta-ta for now. Good night.